I see you, yeah you, flipping through all the podcasts, looking for something different. Tired of those with all the catchy phrases, a one-size-fits-all quick fix schemes that never seem to fit. My name is Anthony Hart, and if you are like me, you want more than a moment. We are looking for a movement of groundbreakers and world changers who are tired of the status quo, willing to throw it all up to see what sticks, willing to ask a question before pointing a finger. This is your invitation into a collection of thoughtful ponderings posed to make you think, one-on-one conversations that challenge you with fresh perspective, and roundtable discussions where sparks fly as iron sharpens iron. Intrigued? Pull up a seat. We've been waiting for you. But don't get comfortable. You might be up next. In the Red is now in session. Let's go. Welcome back. Uh, It's good to have you here on In the Red Podcast. If it's been a long time and maybe you're checking back in, it's good to have you back with us. If you're a first-time guest, then it's also equally good to have you with us. If you're a long time, then that's just as important. All three of you matter, and it's good to have you here with us today. I want to spend the first couple of minutes to get to all the the uh, the things out of the way that we have to get before we get right into what we're going to talk about. Encourage you, follow, download, review. If you've never done any of those things, please take the time to do it. Follow. It just puts me on a list somewhere that says, hey, this might be valuable to somebody. Some people care about those numbers. Some people say, if a lot of people followed it, then maybe I should follow it too. If a lot of people have downloaded it, perhaps I should listen to that episode too. So this is a way that we can connect. And if you believe this is life-giving conversation, if this is truth and helping you in your life, then why wouldn't you want to pass that on to somebody else? So it takes a few seconds to hit follow, download, and then the last most important is review it. Take the time, put a couple of words in, five star, one star, wherever it is in between. I want you to be real. I want it, This gives me data and feedback on how to connect with you and to increase the data and help you um, succeed and, and grow in your own life because that's my heart is I want everybody who listens to this to be challenged to be given an opportunity, an invitation to grow. Now, let's get right to it. I hope the title of this episode grabbed your attention. Uh, That's me. I love to be, uh, I hate to say edgy, but I love to, to push people to a place where they have to be challenged. And the title of this, if you didn't see it, if you're just listening to the next episode, it's Lost Your Motivation, question mark, actually three of them, because I really want us to be in this place and talk about this word motivation. I said, then move your mass. I know, right? Uh, Dangerously close, right? To some very hmm, dangerous language, especially for a pastor. Ooh, but I want to really get into this moment, this conversation today. I had the opportunity to speak at a conference over the weekend, Unite and Conquer, up in Allentown, Pennsylvania. If you live in Pennsylvania in the general vicinity and you weren't there, Go ahead and get ready because there will be a Unite and Conquer in 2024, and I can encourage you, you need to be there. My buddy Brad Modrich and uh, our friend Whitney Hagerbaum, they did an amazing job of putting this conference on, and it was such a blessing because it it wasn't your typical, well, I'm just going to say it's not a church service. I was definitely the outlier in getting invited to this conference, but I that's why I love going to places like this and getting invited to speak in places like this because it comes from a whole different perspective. People aren't looking for the pastor. Um, and Brad's focus on this event was focusing on four areas of our life, 
physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. These four pillars, and this is a large part of the group that we make up of men that meet every Tuesday night. And these are the things we're trying to grow in in our life, in our family, to be a better husband, father, friend, brother, child of God, like all these things, like those four areas. How can we get better in them? How can we be challenged and grow and uh, learn from one another, which is really a safe space. It's, it's created a lot of conversation, but challenge there too. These dudes, uh, some of them in business are doing it on a different level, which challenges uh, business people, entrepreneurs to expand that there. People in faith who are doing it on a different level, challenging people to walk in their faith. Uh, good husbands, challenging husbands who are very new maybe in their in their journey. Uh, we just have one of the our guys in the group just had their first child and um, that's a safe place where he can come in and, and learn from dads who've done it from our mistakes and our victories along the way. So I encourage you to find a place like that. But when I got to speak in this conference and it was all of, I got to speak from the perspective of growing ourselves spiritually. What's that look like? And I shared a few weeks ago with you about uh, the, the mindset behind that was rescuing your why, getting control of your life and not allowing external factors like what's been done to you, for you and by you to derail your life and forever prevent you from walking into your own purpose. Like really getting to a place uh, of strength and learning that my why going forward doesn't have to be based on a limitation or a limited understanding or a broken perspective of myself compared to what I've been in the past. But as I was preparing and God tends to do this to me, I, he won't give me the the exclamation point a lot of times until right before uh, I'm going to speak. And as I was sitting there that morning preparing, I was speaking just after lunch. This thought dropped into my head and it was really the linchpin to bring all this thought together because what you'll find is a lot of these conferences, especially in businesses and things like this mindsets, even in church, if you really want to get down to brass tacks, like I find so many times there's so many people in this life who have just lost their motivation. So they go to these business conferences and these people who are successful in their eyes that are doing big things. And realistically, they go hoping to be motivated. And man, they, you can spend all day getting fired up by people who are doing things bigger, better than you. Uh, and you're like, man, I'm going to do this. And then you walk out the door and you didn't change anything in you. You're just going off their steam. But the further you get away from them, that dies off and you go back to doing whatever you did. So then you bounce from conference to conference to conference, hoping that this momentum or this motivation will fuel you to the next one. And church is the same way. There are people who come to church every week, every Sunday, and it is in hopes to get enough motivation to make it to the next Sunday. And they just hope that life is not too busy, not too, uh, just everything going on. And they can just bounce from service to service. And I see this often that people just go from church to church to service to service. Because if I stay in service, it'll get my mind right. Instead of realizing that all these moments are not to motivate you, but it's to activate you. So the first step that I'm going to talk about today is stop the mindset that you always need motivation. I'm tired of motivation. I'm tired of going to uh, church and just to get motivated, to get me pumped up. I'm tired of going to these conferences so people can tell me how I should be doing things better. I'm like, oh, yes, there is a way. And I walk out and I'm still lazy and broke and doing all the things I used to do and expecting different results. And then I got to go back and get 
pumped up and motivated again. I'm tired of broken people mo being motivational speakers and tell you uh, all these good things about all these things. But when you look at their life, you're like, you're still broken some areas. Like, why are you trying to motivate me when you need to be able to help yourself? Like, yeah, you're doing things better than you used to, but you're still not doing it to the level you could be or for the right reason or the right why. Like, there's a lot of motivational speakers out there that find solace in helping get you motivated that, wow, that's their one job is to pump you up. What kind of purpose is that? Because I'm not helping you overcome. When I get into a place, and as a pastor, I can speak from this personally, if my job is to come in every week to, to preach a sermon to make you feel good, then what I'm really doing is tying to you to my voice. You now need to come see me every week so you can get another dose so I can motivate you another week. And now, knowing or unknowing, I think a lot of places it is knowing now I'm my identity is tied up in you, too. And I don't really want to help you get activated because the moment I activate you and don't need to motivate you anymore, then I can't rely on you being there when I talk. And so my numbers dwindle or the people that's in my life dwindle because they don't need me anymore. It's like having kids and failing to realize. I think parents suffer with this sometimes. At 18, our kids need to be leaving our homes. They need to go to college need to, or whatever, get a job, get a family. There's so many adult kids living at home with their parents now that it's because we just didn't activate them. We're constantly trying to motivate them. But motivation and activation looks drastically different. One's just filling you up with air but the other one is putting tools in your hands, getting you into a place where you can go do something. And as a pastor, that's my that's my heart. I really want a, a church. I'd love to see a, a church where people are just out doing it, not coming in to be motivated. But how can I be activated again? I can be activated in something new. And I challenge you, if that's your that should be your desire in every conference is I want to go in this conference to get something fresh and new to help me do something fresh and new tomorrow. I don't need to go to conferences, but I want to be there to connect and, and be around other people like me. But this thought came to my mind as I was there that day preparing and really I was just sitting listening and this, this thought kind of dropped in my spirit and it was this right here. The necessity for motivation is birthed in the absence of momentum. I want to say that again. The necessity for motivation is birthed in the absence of momentum. What does that mean? So I'm going to get you some definitions real quick because that's the way I am. Motivation is this, the process of providing someone with a motive. So if, if you need to be motivated, what you're really asking that speaker, that person is, I need a motive to do what I'm what I'm supposed to do. Like, you know, you wake up, I need to go to the gym. I just have zero motivation. So you're expecting me to give you a motive. A motive is a cause to act. You need to go to the gym because your butt's chunky or probably a better motivation. You need to go to the gym because you need to be in good shape to do all the things you do. But you know what? I can give you a cause to act. But deep down, if you don't believe in it, you ain't going to do it. Or you'll do it for enough time until the, the pump up wears off and or I'm out of your view, right? You'll do it when you're around me. You'll do, hey, look at me. I've been there. My buddy Brad, I just talked about earlier when we got connected. He's That dude's in the gym. He is constantly working out. He's in great shape. And he challenged me to be in that space. And he said, hey, send me a, a selfie when you work out. I did that for a day or two. And guess what? I stopped sending him selfies. Ah, he don't need to see a selfie anymore. And guess what? Eventually, I stopped going to the gym as much as I should. 
Yeah. There's an expiration date on these things. I'm not, I'm not proud to say that today. And if Brad hears this, sorry, Brad, I'm now back in the gym more, but you know what? I don't have to send him a selfie every time I'm in the gym because now I don't need his motivation. I don't need his motive. To act. I, my motive is I got to get in it. So motivation is the process of writing with a motive. A motive is a cause to act. If that's where we get stuck in life is we're constantly asking other people to give us a reason to act, a cause. This is the world around us, right? How many people are jumping on a cause? Why? Because somebody with a, bull, a bullhorn motivated them to get up and, and to walk about this and to talk about this. And they really don't even know what they what their life represents. They're just looking for motivation, looking for a motive. So they'll jump on anything and be a loud voice and yell and sit in on this and walk on this. And it's they have zero idea in this life. This is the generation, the younger generation that we're dealing with today is because we, we have a, a whole group that is just searching for motivation because they can't find their own. That's why we have people sitting at home and don't want to work. Was my motivation? Doing something, being active, going and being a fruitful member of society instead of just sitting back and letting people pay for you because you're unwilling to do it. So what's the difference between motivation and this other M word I talked about, momentum? Momentum is this, strength or force Gain by motion. Now, I know what you're thinking, right? I, I don't have any motion. That's why I want to need, I need to be motivated. That's why I go to these conferences. I want to go to the rest of this definition. It says a property of a moving body that the body has. That the body has. Okay? That means you have this quality about you. You have the ability for momentum based on what? The rest of this definition. A moving by that the body has by virtue of its mass and motion. It's mass and motion. Mass is just the space you take up. You reach down and feel like your legs, your chest, your head. You, you have a mass. You have a body. You, have, you take up space in this world. Ask your parents, because uh, they're going to say you take up a lot of space. Uh, ask your spouse, oh my gosh, you're always in my space. That's my wife anyways. I'm just always up in her space. But if you have mass, you have the ability for momentum because it's the body has by virtue of its mass and motion. So the first step is when you're trying to get motivated, you're invaluing your ability to be available for momentum. Like you're saying, I don't have the mass. I am invaluing myself. To, I'm nothing. So I need you to pump me up and get me motivated. But if momentum requires two things, it requires something with mass, which you have, and motion, which just means you got to get moving. You get, if you take something with mass and you begin to move it forward, the momentum comes as a result of the first movement. If you're rolling down a hill, you got more momentum. If you get that first speed going up, there's a momentum that's gained that sometimes you don't have to work as hard in it because you got the momentum moving, right? And then momentum is tied then to this word moment, because I believe momentum starts in a moment, a moment of movement instead of a lifetime of motivation. A moment is the present time or the tendency to produce motion. See, right here, right now, this is your moment. 
for those of you that are listening to this, like, oh, I just need to be, I need to be constantly motivated. I'm looking for another conference. I'm looking for another church service to get me fired up. I'm looking for another voice in my life to tell me that I could do this to be better. This is not that. This is the one moment I'm pointing the finger back at you and saying, what are you doing in this moment to start moving? If it's physical, what are you going to do today to get better than you were yesterday? Well, I, I don't have a gym membership. Who cares? You don't need one. Well, I don't have weights at home. You don't need it. What are you doing right now? You know, the easiest way to start your physical fitness journey, if you don't do anything, go for a walk. It's that simple. Take 30 minutes, go for a walk. You know what? That physical movement will probably help your emotional, your mental growth as well. You'll get away from the computer, the TV, the game, the game systems, whatever it is. Maybe you'll get away from the table and the food. It puts you in a place where you're out there on your own. That's a scary place, right? That's where I need to be motivated to. No, you don't. You just need a moment to walk into it. You have mass. So move. Take that moment. If it's the mental place that you need motivation in, first you need to do is walk away. Your moment needs to walk away from the negative voices in your life. You'll never grow mentally if all you are here, if all you're around is negativity. You can't grow in negativity. Go try to plant seeds in a toxic soil. Guess what? The seeds won't grow. This is pretty easy when you now you begin to process and think of it. So I challenge you today, what's your moment look like? Maybe it's right here on the other end of this podcast, sitting there in your car, sitting in your home, got your headphones in. I want you to really stop and take notice. If I'm one that needs constant motivation, why is that? Why do I need somebody to tell me that I have potential? Why do I have to need why do I need this somebody to tell me that I have value? Because if you don't believe it, it doesn't matter how many people tell you. It doesn't matter what they tell you uh, about the things you could be doing. It doesn't matter how many times they tell you the things you should be doing. If you don't understand your mass and your ability for motion, you'll never gain momentum. I hope this has helped you. I encourage you today, and this is in no matter, this is in all walks of life. If you bounce from church service to church service in order to be pumped up by the pastor, and that's or that's the kind of church you go to, and every week you just walk out motivated, but then you got to go back again and get another hit. Be careful. Find a place that's challenging you. Find a place that's exhorting you. Find a place that's activating you. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe your pastor's not doing that, but that's where you're stuck because you're not taking the activating activation moments. You're not taking the challenge. You're picking out the things you enjoy, the things you like, the things that make you feel good. And you're missing about half the sermon that would actually propel you into something different, something new, something fresh, something real. Take that time. Listen, take the filters off. It's okay to get your toes stepped on sometimes. Because that's the moment you realize, I have to take a step. I cannot stay here anymore. I don't need to be motivated to just stay here anymore. It's time to move. I hope you have a great week. I hope this has encouraged you. I hope it's really challenged you. I hope you can look in that mirror and say, yep, this is where I've been stuck. 
I just needed somebody to call me on it. Now, what do I do? Don't get negative. Don't say I'm stuck. Don't say this is who I'll always be. Look at that person in the mirror and say, we can do this. It's time to move our mass. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Let's go. Let's go.